This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. I mean, it's the little things in life that matter, right? I mean, do you enjoy when you're in the shower, like just a great smelling shampoo? It's so luxurious. The only shampoo I enjoy is Whey. My favorite is their detox shampoo. It's so, it smells so good, okay? I mean, what more do you want in a shampoo? But their anti-dandruff shampoo is amazing. It fights flakes and smooth scalps. They're both great. Their anti-dandruff shampoo is also 100% clinically proven to gently soothe itchy, irritated scalps, which I have. And it helps keep your hair clean and soft. And I mean, like, how embarrassing is it like when you're out and your scalp is itching? Whey shampoo helps really alleviate all of that. So if you're not using whey, it's time to upgrade today. They also have these awesome scalp serums that hydrate the scalp. I don't know, their website, you've got to check it out. There's so much they have to offer. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond starts here. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code VELVETROPE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. AI.com. Use code VELVETROPE and get 15% off your entire purchase. Welcome back to our part two sit down with the one, the only Ronald Richards. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out. It aired last Wednesday. We talk about his background, how he got involved in this case, clarify his role. We talk about the earrings. We're about to talk more about the earrings and just everything. Tom's indictments. Ronald really has taken a case, which I find, I find it overwhelming. I'm a lawyer. I mean, but it's the facts to me, there's so many, they change every day and they're kind of confusing. So Ronald has helped make sense of all of that. Great background chat, where we are, the charges Erica and Tom are facing now. That's all in part one. We're going to continue. We're talking about Erica's earrings and more about Ronald. Stay tuned for part two. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out and enjoy another chat with Mr. Ronald Richards. What about, you know, when Erica says, you know, because we've all seen the tweets when she says, you know, you put in an offer on her house, like when she says you're obsessed with her. I mean, that's what she says. You've seen those tweets and you answer them. Like, what do you say to that? Because that's her argument. This 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 attorney, you know, and I think I'm not sure many people think that, but she says it. So what do you say when she says things like that? I mean, that's an unfair narrative. And I'll explain why. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm interested in the case because it has wide reaching effects on lawyers in Southern California. And I am, I, with tenacity, I'm pursuing the various cases that, I, that I'm dealing with. That doesn't mean I'm obsessed with you. All my cases, I'm tenacious. 
So uh, that's one thing. We put an offer on her house because just like every bankruptcy lawyer and people in this little space, if an asset goes for auction or for sale and it's a good deal, we could bid on things like anybody else can. So um, when her house came for sale, we always were bidding six, nine. I had a friend of mine go in 50, 50 with me and he went out and he's very good at building things. And he went out and said, there's a lot of deferred maintenance, but at six, nine, it's a good price. I also wanted to take her deposition in her old house. I thought it was going to make great TV and be funny, uh, but I was going to take the depot there and I thought everyone would get a kick out. I was going to have some members of the public come, some of the victims, so they could see how the money was spent. So it had multiple purposes, but at the end of the day, I was going to get my money back at six, nine. When the Asian couple paid in the high sevens at the auction, I think they overpaid, but they liked the house. So good for them. That was a different issue. It was the same thing with the diamonds. We wanted to make sure there was bidding because only wholesalers were looking at it. And I was willing to risk a certain amount to preserve the integrity of the process and also to make sure that um, it, it did get bid up. And then if, if there was some fortuitous event that no one bid because of misinformation, that I would still have standing to pursue um, a differential and pursue the factual issues. If I didn't own them, then you would be saying to me, why are you pursuing this? If I didn't have a client that owned them or had any connection, you'd be like, why do you care about the earrings? They're not yours. You're not being, you're not representing me. Then you would have that argument and I would have no standing to go to court. I have no injury, but now I have it all. And, and I have someone that likes wearing them. Everybody's happy. Like it's not, I didn't post anything. I've never posted anything about the auction, except it was a good auction. Don't, and also people get confused. We're not in 1918. If a female that happens to be connected to me wants to post on their social media page, that has nothing to do with me. I don't control those pages and I don't comment on them. It's not my work. And to social media page, you post whatever you want. There's no rules. And technically, you could argue, and it's true, to suggest otherwise that you could control that as a real throwback to the women's movement and where we are in 2023. Yeah, I mean, it's so silly. Uh, do you know what your wife's doing? No, I don't. I don't. Are you kidding me? I mean, I, I like to stay in a relationship. That, that relationship work if I have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And I have both. You know, you don't tell people what they can do on their social media pages. That's crazy. Think about it. I mean, it's freedom of expression. I'm not going to micromanage their page. But no, I do not think Erica expected these earrings to end up. Where they ended up. Where they ended yeah. up That's connected to you. Mad that she has to deal with it now because she knows and her lawyer will tell her that the party's not over because there is an inconsistency that I was tweeting about before the sale. Don't confuse. I've been on this topic. It, it just was fortuitous that they went in the right direction. It has nothing to do with the issue. I would have, I mean, I'm lucky that I don't have to beg a civilian now to say, will you pursue this, please? I'll do it for free. It's so important. And, you know, the trustee doesn't care because she forced her hand and went to auction. So I, she cares a little bit. They got so many things to do that they don't have the time to expose this. This is my baby that I'm going to, one of many babies that I'm going to break open so we can see what's going on. Right. And you do have standing now because it's related to you. So now it's, you can go full steam ahead. Exactly. So there was a multiple reasons, not, and it really has nothing to do with, um, from my perspective, it has nothing to do with um, anything but um, the legal issues and uh, other issues. And, um, you know, if we get this cleared up, there'll probably be another auction. And, and instead of having the money diverted to um, lawyers fees and lenders fees, uh, we'll probably divert the proceeds, the profits directly to a list of victims that aren't on, that haven't been satisfied by insurance companies. There'll be a pro rata distribution. We won't profit off of it like where, you know, we will, there'll be a benefit to the victims where they'll participate in some of the profit on this. And hopefully Erica will help promote it 
I actually expect to enlist her to help promote a real auction where there's no dis disinformation, where no one's thinking that they're the wrong earrings. Once we clear up the providence of these earrings, the auctioneer at no cost to, to myself, just like it won't be to the estate, they will promo this. I'm going to use the same auctioneer. They were fantastic. And they're going to put all this out and market it to get a real value for the earrings once the um, the, the, the factual issues are resolved. Because we're going to get a judgment from a judge that these are the only earrings, or we're going to get a judgment that there's two, and then that'll go. the case will go in a different direction. I just have to finish the work. And in the meantime, someone's going to be happy that they get to wear nice things. That's it. It's like not that complicated. And I'm shocked why everyone speculated. Not one person, David, called and said, hey, what's the story with, with this purchase? Why did you do this? Like, don't you think it's good to ask people? And then you can either agree with my reasoning or not. But I mean, don't you want to get it directly from the buyer's people? Well, that's why I'm bringing it up while you're here, because yeah, you're the I, only one. I mean, you're, it's, that's why I was excited when I heard you talking about it. It was so unbelievable that you wrote me because I was so I, I didn't get upset, but I was like, this person is like judging me and without even giving me the benefit of a phone call. And I was so nice. It went on a show. It wasn't a big show. I still did a favor. She was up closer to my East Coast office and. You know, I, I was surprised, but then I saw you and you were like, no, I mean, you had all these great reasons about other people wearing them in my family. And I was like, this guy doesn't seem to be drinking the Kool-Aid. And then your producer called me and said, hey, you want to go on, go over some of these issues? And I said, great. You know, but I, but that's how we got to here. But this has never been aired before at all. And, you know, the story is unfolding. Like it's a fluid case. I mean, now that there's two indictments, I got to deal with that. I mean, there's a lot going on, right? Yes, I did not ride you. I also see, I truly see nothing. I mean, now that you explain this, I, you know, I mean, I never, but even if you didn't have all these other reasons to have standing and all of that, which makes complete sense. I mean, if you can afford it, why not buy it? It says, I mean, they're open to the public. I mean, same thing with the house. Yeah. If you can get a good deal, like, uh, you know, to your point, when something goes into like a bankruptcy sale on like a house, it's always undervalued. So who wouldn't want to just go and buy all of that? Let's go down the line. Yeah. And, and I can tell you the appraised value is a lot more than the purchase value of the of, of this purchase. Also, you know, someone could easily say, um, no, he bought it because she was rude to his wife. She used extremely disgusting profanity. And she kept emailing her that I'm going to not be faithful like her husband. I'm going to turn into her husband. All these crazy things. I don't steal from my clients. Uh, so I don't know what she's talking about, that, that, that I'm never going to be like her husband, ever. Because I don't need to take other people's money and I live within my means. So no, I, respectfully, that's not fair or true. And But yet, imagine, David, your partner... Um, someone's emailing them on Instagram and saying all these bad things about you and you don't e they don't even know you and creating doubt in the relationship. I could that could have been my single motivation to teach her a lesson, but that wasn't my motivation because I don't buy things out of anger. But someone else felt like when they got them, they were like, hey, well, that's my motivation and are my feelings and I'm going to do whatever I want. And who am I to tell them what to do? I didn't, I don't get involved in that. And so they're having fun on their page, posting pictures and whatever, you know, but it has nothing to do with me. And I, you know, I don't control people and it's all for fun. I mean, some people are like, I love the pettiness. I wish I could be this petty. I mean, how many people in the world could say they were insulted by a famous person who then had their prize jewel earrings auctioned off against their will, where they fought savagely to keep those earrings. And then the lawyer that's been talking about them and pursuing them ended up acquiring them for himself or a client and controlled them. That's a pretty good story. And then, you know, so you could pretend that it's uh, obsession. You could pretend on whatever you want. But in reality, you know the truth. You're not happy. They ended up back there and then they were posted with a thank you and a sarcastic, uh, potentially sarcastic Instagram or whatever. Or, hey, girl, I got you back. You were really embarrassed me, but look who's wearing the jewels. I mean, all that, you know, of course it's petty. Of course it's stupid. But Instagram's stupid and petty. And a lot of this is fun. Like, I, I, I've deposed Erica for eight hours. There was not one 
the Edwards said, very professional. She answered all my questions. There's no real animosity there. I wanted to settle with her. Why would I be mean to her? Like everyone gets confused. Like there is no animosity. If I was obsessed with her, I'd be doing things that were not appropriate. I'm not obsessed with her. It's just, I'm a, I, I like the facts of the case because how many times, David, in your career, do you see an invoice for 750000 with two descriptions of the rocks and then a check number and then two GIA certs, and they're not the, invo the, the earrings that were turned over to the trustee pursuant to a federal court order? It's never happened to me in almost 30 years. It'll never happen again. So it's an interesting story. Aren't you interested to know why those earrings don't match the invoice? Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Do you guys love my interview with Aisha Scott from Below Deck two weeks ago? You know, we totally bonded and she invited me on a future charter. And it's something I could never consider before I had relief ban. Planes are bad, trains are bad, but cars and boats, oh my God, I literally avoided the sea at all costs. But now maybe I'll take Aisha up on her offer because I have relief banned. I mean, and I can tell you it's truly changed my life. It actually works. Relief Band helps quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have, anxiety, which I have, migraines, which I have, hangovers, hello, I have, morning sickness, which I don't have. But I have to tell you whether you need everyday nausea relief or just an occasional cure, their patented technology makes feeling sick a thing of the past. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist to give you relief from nausea. Imagine that. Perhaps you'll see me on an episode of Below Deck very soon. So listen, if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code VELVET, you get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. I'm totally advancing in this game I'm playing online and like, who knew I'd be good at this? It's called Love and Pies by Trail Mix Games and it's free. Now, I'm such an online gamer and I love Love and Pies because it honestly is like one of the only things other than when I can fall asleep that takes my mind off all these thoughts going on in my head. And I love it also because there's drama. You play as this woman named Amelia and she moves home and there's family drama. You take over the old family cafe. You restore it to its former glory. But of course, there's mystery and intrigue. Her family has more secrets than an episode of Real Housewives. Really? All that said, I didn't think I'd be good, but now I'm obsessed and I play this game anytime I have a free moment on my hands. And I love to play it as I go to bed because like I said, I have trouble sleeping and it helps me fall asleep. You guys check it out and let me know if you're good at this. For a tasty mix of love and drama, download Love and Pies for free today. That's Love and Pies, free to download in the App Store or Google Play, the greatest game by Trail Mix. Yes. I mean, it, you know, you take something that's so convoluted to begin with. It's just one of those like, man, this is not, it's like, you can't, you couldn't make this up if you tried. It's like, this is, it's insane. Yes. It's yeah, actually I mean, you insane. Let your wife go on a TV show and made her a public figure about, and let her talk about how rich she was, how great she was. Meanwhile, you stole $25 million approximately, at least the government says 15 in their indictment on one indictment and five, six million in Chicago that were already at 20 million um, and gave your, pay $25 million for your wife to be a singer, to be an actress, to have all the accoutrements and you're upset that people are talking about it. That's salacious. It's interesting. It's unusual. 
Um, lawyers don't typically do that. And she's on a reality show spending on then instead of taking the position, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm turning over everything. I don't want any of the stolen money like the retired justice did. She gave back every gift. Remember that. She's taking the position. It's all mine. It's all me. I can do whatever I want. And too bad. And all of her funny sayings. Okay, that creates interesting television. It creates interesting discussions. And we're all allowed to talk about it. You went on TV and put yourself out there. We could all discuss it. And it's all of our, we have a right to that thirst, right? I mean, yeah. Part of the social fabric of Southern California at this point, because it, this has never happened before and will never happen again, where your wife was on the show with you. And all the money or a lot of it was other clients that you should have been paying your settlement. And don't ask me, ask the two separate sets of prosecutors that independently reviewed this and said they both stole client money in two different jurisdictions. So it's not just me anymore saying it. Now the federal government is saying it. Well, I split my time now between L.A. I'm in L.A. right now and New York City. So anytime you want to invite me to sit in the room while you depose Erica, I'm right down the street from you at least 50 percent of the days. So oh, good. that's great. That's and great. being a lawyer, you know, you uh, your reasons are your reasons. I mean, I wouldn't even hold it against you if it was just a fuck you for uh, she did say all that stuff about your wife. And, you know, and I've read it all. So to me. I wasn't so like, this is, I, if I, someone really came after me, I mean, I don't go looking for enemies and I don't get incited, but when you do incite me and it's like personal, I'm not so sure that that's something I wouldn't do. I would have probably bought them just as the FU personally. So you have a lot that's better true. reasons than me. And that's true. I did have, you know, my first instinct was that, but you don't spend that kind of money for just an FU. There has to be a business reason or some other reason. I like that there's multiple reasons. You know, yeah, it's, it's like a win-win. It's not just one thing. And I have a lien on the estate. You know, I get 35 or 40%, I think, of everything that's recovered. So this, I want, you know, the trustee to win the appeal. Uh, I, I don't, there, there's a lot going on there, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a legitimate purchase through a legitimate auction. And I had multiplicity of reasons for participating in it. And we are where we are. And now I love that the jeweler got sued. And now he's not going to be disappearing on anybody. I'm glad he's still alive. Um, and I hope to get some more evidence soon. What about like Bravo? Like, is there any not liability, but like, is there, I mean, is there any liability? Is there anything there? Like, should they part ways with someone like, you know, that's now, you know, where it's clear that they probably got all this fraudulent money and were involved. Like, should they, I mean, we've seen this happen, like with Teresa still there, Jen Shaw's kind of a different story. I mean, I don't, I mean, you're innocent until proven guilty. She's not charged with a crime. Um, there's a lot of civil things. I mean, Bravo, I've been critical of Bravo that they, that they're, business model forces these women and, and actors, if they're not women, to basically try to outdo themselves. And what I've learned in dealing with fraudsters my whole career, mostly I pursue them. I don't really represent a lot of fraudsters um, because of all the people they hurt. But um, my, my experience is sometimes they justify the first theft and then it's the second theft and then they, they lose their moral compass. Yeah. Even though we're going to, this is going to be a much shorter topic. And like I said, we're not even getting to 60% of what I want to talk about. Just quickly. Well, I mean, you did, it's incredible that the day we had our interview is probably the apex of excitement. My phone, since we've been on this, has rang so many times because this is what everybody was waiting for for two years. Well, I mean, on that matter, I mean, and this really is going to come down to like Tom's mental state. I mean, is that true? Or am I just simplifying that? Like if he's has Alzheimer's is not capable, then this is all going to go away for him. No, because you have his son-in-law who's approving the letters and the, and the CEO who's responsible for the firm. I mean, not every firm has a CEO. No, but they're going to get, they're going to get, they're going to have to either plead or go to trial. 
Are you shocked? Like you are in the, you know, Beverly Hills, LA legal community. I mean, you've been in front of the Supreme Court, like, you know, Tom Girardi, like everyone knew Tom Girardi. Like, are you, I mean, we're years into this now, but like, are you shocked? I mean, you've seen a lot of shocking things in your career. Like, does this case shock you more than most? Are you shocked that it was Tom? Like, did you have such esteemed views of Tom before? I mean, it seems that most lawyers did. Yeah, I thought he was a, of uh, a really good uh, lawyer that won a lot of cases and settled a lot and had a good PI practice. Um, I knew over the years that he was borrowing a lot from different lenders. And I knew there was always rumblings of he was a slow pay, but I mean, just flat out real misappropriation of client funds is that was hard to believe because I mean, your clients really are like very sympathetic clients, you know, um, and why do you do that? Uh, I mean, we participated in some of the background of this with the FBI. Um, you know, we, we are, we show them the lulling payments. So their, their scam was they would make lulling payments to pay portions of the money when you have to disperse it immediately. And this is a, this is just an opinion, as you like to say, when it's just going to be your opinion. But what do you just in your opinion, do you think this was Tom Girardi like I'm like a big man? You know, I got to prove I have another house, a plane. Or do you think this was I'm, you know, a 70 year old man in my hot wife, you know, using that term loosely is so much younger and I got to keep her in the lifestyle. She Was it was this? Do you think this was for Erica or was this just Tom with his Napoleon complex? I think Erica is a big spender, you know, and she had expensive hobbies. Um, I think Tom liked being on the show. And I think Tom was always used to uh, another big PI case coming in. So his uh, business of, of, of robbing Peter to pay Paul or using other client money to satisfy other clients are, you know, it's unbelievable crap. Like, hey, let me manage the money for you and I'll pay you interest payments like crazy shit that you never see ever. Um, like with the Rugo Bez family. I think that he just, that's just what he did. You know, he's old school. Like he is not used to, you know, there was lax oversight. He won over 150 state bar complaints. I just, I just think he was good at beating them. I think the state bar um, now is probably overcompensating, but I mean, Look, something went wrong uh, that the federal judge put a stop to it. You know, he said, I, I don't understand. Have that money in there by tomorrow. I'm holding you in contempt and I'm freezing all your assets. I mean, only a federal judge has that much power so quickly. So I think that and I was listening to those hearings and I was tweeting out like crazy, like this is the end of Tom Girardi, you know, because he's not wiring two million dollars. No. And is there something similar you see between like a Bernie Madoff and Jen Shaw, Tom Jordan, like what, like the white collar criminal, is it just what? Do they truly think, I mean, I guess I, maybe Tom's in it, but like, is it more like what I'm doing? Like, does Jen Shaw, like, is it like I'm smart, you know, Madoff, a Ponzi scheme? Do they think what they're doing is not really illegal? Like, maybe it's a little illegal, but like, I'm just smarter. And I, or is it just like, I deserve more Gucci and more Cartier and I'm going to live above my means? Like, you know, like you've been involved in so many of these cases. Like, is there a mental mind state that most white collar criminals face or inhabit? And do they truly never think they're going to get caught? Because I'm always, I always tell like the backstory of like, you know, you you have little things where you're, someone talks to you, you know, with, even with Jen Shaw, like they do this and then it goes away. So you're like, well, that was scary for three days, but hey, I've had nine months of it. nice, you know what I mean? Like if someone's closing in on you and then it goes away, you're like, well, okay, I'm, this is like, I think, do they really think this is just endless? It will go on forever. I think they're not thinking, you know, um, like Jen Shaw, instead of stopping, she worked hard to cover it up. Um, she just felt, you know, people sometimes they're not as clairvoyant because they don't understand how these investigations could unravel. Um, and they're, they're stupid because if they just paid it back, you know, 
if I ever, I never have disputes with anybody over money because I don't want to, I, I don't want to ever have my reputation on the line. But let's just say there was a dispute because people sometimes are greedy or they they intentionally lie or they just forget. And there's a dispute. You don't just take the money, you just leave it where it is and you try to work through it. And if it, and, and you don't ever, you, you wait till the, that process resolves itself. Like you leave it in the account. Like it's okay to have a dispute, but you don't do what he was doing and basically taking all the money out he, that he all, owed all these other lawyers. He should have left the money in the account and then spending it. Like he, he it's just not, that's not the rules. If there's a dispute, you got to leave it in the account. Um, you know, you, and, and he just, they just don't, they just don't really think. I mean, because a lawyer that's thinking is not going to do even remotely close to what he's doing. I mean, these were the most egregious acts of fraud and theft that you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it was, I mean, David Lear testified when I deposed him, when I said, you told the bank you were a partner, you know, do you think it's a good idea to lie to the bank? And he said, you know, no, but I go, then why did you say you're a partner on the application? He's like, I don't know. They just, you know, they filled it out. I said it, but, but, you know, I wasn't a partner. I mean, but who signs a document with a partnership resolution to a bank on a trust account? And now you're going to walk that back. And then I said, well, aren't you responsible for our client's money leaving the account? And he was like, no, because the accounting handle, I relied on the integrity of the accounting of Girardi and Keys. I'm like, what integrity? They were crooks. Oh my God. So let me just say, first off, that in my defense, I am not a hypochondriac. But the other day, I found this like mole and I was freaking out. And then I was really freaking out and I didn't know what to do. But then I went on the ZocDoc website and I went down the rabbit hole. And ZocDoc had really, it has had thousands of medical professionals that were pretty much there to help me and listen to all of my woes and basically calm me down, which is in that moment what I needed more than anything. <sighs> you know, ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance and are available when you need them to treat almost every condition under the sun. So when you're not feeling your best or in my moment of a complete freak out and trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. And it didn't. I got great advice and I actually made an appointment with a doctor that took my insurance and was right down the street from my house because I ain't traveling. So listen, go to ZocDoc.com slash Velvet Rope and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours like my was. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Velvet Rope. ZocDoc.com slash Velvet Rope. You guys know that I love anything that could be delivered to my front door because I have no time to go out and track stuff down. And that's why I love Drizzly. Drizzly is a one-stop shop for all of your alcohol needs. I mean, what could be better, right? In fact, they're the largest online marketplace for alcohol in North America. You can buy beer, wine, liquor, Yes, for all you Kathy Hilton fans out there, they have Casa del Sol. And for all you Kendall Jenner fans, they have 818 Tequila also. They partner with thousands of retailers in more than 1,400 cities across the U.S. and Canada. They have competitive pricing and an unrivaled selection. Really, you can find almost any liquor on this website, and it's just one click. I don't have to look around at all different places. So after recording this damn podcast all day, oh, to relax with a nice vodka on the rocks. Nothing makes me happier. And I know none of you are listening to this podcast completely sober. So go to www.drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and start purchasing all your alcohol needs today. That's your father-in-law. You, you knew people were calling saying, where's my goddamn money, including my client. And you don't want to go get the trust account bank statements or say, what's going on? And he's like, no, I go, but the law doesn't allow you to do that. That's why you got indicted because that's called willful blindness. You can't just say you're not buying. Erica didn't have a duty to the trust account. She just got money. She didn't really have a duty, but a guy that says it's his account, you think, David, you're responsible for the checks that you're a signer on your checking account, or do you think you're not if you don't ever if you have your friend manage the account? You're responsible. Even though you never look at it, if it's your name on the account and, yeah. and, and someone's committing a bunch of fraud, you think the defense is, well, I don't manage the account. My friend manages my account. I am a non-trusting New Yorker who's also a lawyer. So I would never be, I agree with you. Like if my signature went onto anything official with any bank or government or business, it would just, I don't even, it's so foreign to me. It's so foreign. Yeah, I mean, his testimony was incredulous is what we call it. 
And um, our expert, uh, you know, testified for three hours that everything he did was a disbarable offense, that it was the worst of the worst. Like it wasn't even defensible. It's immediate disbarment. Before we wrap up and I'll let you get to all your stuff, we have, we'll have to talk about Jen Shaw next time because this just, you know, we have well, so much. Most, I mean, it's a great thing. I wouldn't be upset we didn't cover everything because this was the most exciting day in the history of the Girardi cases today. I mean, it, you have, it's also the only time I can remember double indictments is Michael Avenatti, the guy that I used to love to target, you know, the lawyer that was Stormy Daniels' lawyer. He yeah. got indicted in New York, then in L.A., like, and then back in New York. And, but I, to get indicted by two different U.S. attorneys' offices is un, is very rare, very rare. So it's a very big day. Wow. Well, I appreciate you still coming here to talk to me. I mean, final question is, what do you want to say to people that, you know, it's a very small amount of people, but what do you want to say to people that do say Erica's innocent, you know, there are people out there that say that she has, you know, again, it's not many, but there are people. Well, she could be criminally innocent. I mean, I didn't get the feeling when I deposed her and I, I could really smell the BS. And I'm, I think she trusted a lot of what her husband did, but she was there for the audits. She signed the tax returns. Her culpability doesn't always have to result in prison. Her culpability could be in returning ill-gotten gains. So she likes to make it all about, I didn't know. All right, but that's, if the law was, you know, I don't know, we would never recover money in a civil case. A trustee would never be able to take back the people that shouldn't have got the stolen money. And then it goes back to a pot and then it's divided. That's why Madoff's trustee did a great job, you know, collected a lot of money and people got, you know, high percentages of their stolen funds back because he was able to recover all the ill-gotten payments. So that makes sense. Yeah. I, when Eric, when people say Erica's innocent, I could agree with those people intellectually, but I could also agree that she may not be. I, I don't know the answer to that. I, it's not about Erica and whether she's innocent. I have nothing against Erica. I mean, she doesn't even live in Beverly Hills. I mean, David, in my whole life, I've been to Pasadena maybe 12 times at the Rose Bowl. It's not like I want to be Erica. Trust me, I don't envy Erica. I don't have an office downtown LA. Never would ever do that. I'm not a member of the California club. I mean, I'm really not like Erica and Tom. We're different ethnicities, different social circles. I really don't want to be like her. Now, I heard you make some comments like, hey, maybe my wife would be a housewife. She doesn't want to be a housewife. It, of course, if they called her up tomorrow and said, we really want you to do a couple shows where you run into Erica, and think she may do it because it's fun. Not not because she thinks she's going to be a girl. I don't know what she's going to do. I'm just guessing. No idea. She, my, my, my gut instinct would be she would never do it because she's busy with other things that take up a lot of her time. But it, would, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be involved in it. I can tell you that I wouldn't be going and bragging on a show about money or anything. That I would not do, okay? I would do anything where I'm a lawyer. Like if you said, hey, her husband's a lawyer, and I came in and said, hey, I'm a lawyer, and whatever, that is fine, but no flaunting, none of that. I don't have it to flaunt. I wouldn't flaunt. I'm not a flaunter. Uh, I drive a, a Nissan Leaf electric. I'm not a flaunter. OK, I don't like that. I think that's insensitive sometimes. But sometimes if you work hard and you buy a nice thing and the person you're with is so excited, they want to expose something that they're wearing, that they're going to wear publicly. Why not? You know, I mean, they should do whatever they want. It's their life, not Ronald Richard's life. We all do what we like to do. So it, I can't, you know, the housewives would be a great episode if the two of them ran into each other. I think we're going to go to the Grammys. Um, you know, or some this weekend, maybe they'll run into each other and they can talk about it. They're not, they wouldn't be uh, negative toward one another because they've talked over the text messages. She didn't post all of them. I think me just talk, I did talk about your wife becoming a housewife because I think it was my own willful, like, I want this to happen. So I'm sorry. I wish that upon you, but in my no, own, no, I think she, the good thing about her is at least she has some connection to Beverly Hills. And I think, She's attractive. Like, like, why do you want everybody that is sort of, um, it'd be nice to have a range of ages, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you have beautiful older women, beautiful younger women, beautiful middle women. Like, why not have a range? Why have it so slanted toward one way? 
You know, it seems a little strange. And none of them even live in Beverly Hills. Well, that's too. That's my point. I always say that. None of them live in Beverly Hills and she's would be a Beverly Hills. It's like... Yeah, like, again, you know, you could always talk to her if, you, if, if it's ever if that's something she wants to do. But yeah, I think that we're typically not public people, um, you know, often, but I do have cases that are, um, you know, I do have a lot of people I represent that I would say are newsworthy people, but my whole practice, yeah. most of it is about cases that no one would ever know about. And I just get paid on them and I work them and that's it. Yes, of course, if something's controversial and people are going to slam me online and make comments, I like writing them back because I'm, I, that's what I do. I'm a litigator. So of course I will respond to comments, but that doesn't mean I'm bored. As, if you're going to put something that's demonstrably inaccurate, I feel like, you know, if I see it, if I get it on my phone, I'll hit reply and say, no, that's wrong. But it's not because I want the attention. It's silly. I have over 20 published opinions. I've been doing this almost 30 years. I don't need any attention. I'm, a, I, I'm not going to do this forever. You know, I'm okay if I did something else. I fully get it. When I read something, I'm like, you're coming on my page after me. I'm going to respond to this. And it's, yeah. I mean, not, you're way nicer than I am when I, when I respond to people. And people were saying on my wife's page, God, he's so thirsty. He's like responding to the wife page. Come on. If you have a spouse, you know, you're going to defend your boyfriend or spouse. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the one, they were saying mean things like she has a beautiful, uh, beauty mark and they were like it's a mole and i saw in the sun it looked like a mole but it's really just a beauty mark and it's pretty and i would like ruin her whole i would never want her to get rid of that that's her identity like it's kind of and i've learned too i never talk about people's physical characteristics because you don't know why they have them are there metaphors and that's a very i think very, very foolish thing to do and people were just kind of mean and so i responded that it was a beautiful birthmark and there was other things i responded to that i thought were just ridiculous and they're like, look, he's on there checking comments. No, you're publicly insulting my wife on her page. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you there's someone there that is helping her. And again, I didn't ask her permission. I just went on there and listed the my own position. I don't, I do what I want to do. Like, you know, I'm not. No one is controlling anybody on anything. We all do what we want to do. And I don't always love everything everybody does in my life, and they don't love everything I do, but that's how it works. You know, I've learned, as you could probably appreciate, when you try to control people and tell them what they can and can't do, you always end up with an unhappy person. Yeah, and it won't work. It'll work for a month, two months. First of all, you'll exhaust yourself. And second of all, it doesn't work. You can try. You can spend all your brain power you might have a win for this hour and in the next hour you'll be upset over something else. So I uh, say this all the time. Like I only get mad at myself. I don't get mad at anyone else. I, I don't try to control anyone else. That's how it works in life. Yeah. And, and, and had, had I had a do over and I would have known that some people would have thought she was being petty or that, you know, uh, that it was like, it helped Erica get some sympathy. Had I had a crystal ball, and I had an opportunity to give my view, maybe I would have given a different view. I mean, I only responded to people, I'm not gonna comment on what's not on my page and I didn't post anything and wait till I post my legal positions. And that's how it worked, but I'm not upset about any of it. Like it is what it is, it created a lot of discussion, but the story is in its infancy. That's what people don't really realize. This was just for me to get my foot in the door. Now our foot's in the door because how do we not, like I said, had we not acquired the title, we would have no standing to do anything. So I'm excited that our foot's in the door. Right. And now you have standing because you have a discrepancy in what you purchase. I mean, that's, that's about correct. as good as standing as there is. It's the best standing ever. And we need it. And now I have the ability to get discovery, to do the things I want to do. And if you want to fight about it, no problem. And then, yeah, of course, I'll enjoy when it's covered because it's interesting. I want it to be covered. There's no question because people tell me stuff on the internet. They say, here's a video of her in this year. She's looking at those. They don't look the same. Or look what she says. This is inconsistent than her declaration. So, you know, I have over 40,000 followers. I think my spouse has over 57,000. That's a lot. We don't need a million. I have 41,000 people every day giving me information. That's a big audience. And they tell me things. And that's the whole theme of my site is we respond to you. Let's keep it civil. You know, it's at Ronald Richards is the, the, the Twitter and 
uh, at attorney Ronald Richards is the Instagram. And we like to communicate. I do, you know, with people that take the time to write me stuff. And we always communicate. If, but if you're using vulgarity and like really ridiculous stuff and you're just being crazy, there is some, you know, that happens in every sense. I then just get rid of them or I block them or we don't yeah. want, I don't, I don't, I don't want, you could be, you could say, I think you're an idiot. I won't block you. You can make comments, but if you go on and on, you write, you write me 30 messages, then, then, then you are acting obsessed. Like, you know, I am so the same way, like keep going. But if it's like 12 different times and you're just getting that, I'm like, this is why would I ever not block you? Like, we're, yeah, we're, just, it's like a mental thing at that point. Like you're, there's something wrong here. Like, you right. can't be I mean, get a couple comments out. I'm going to respond. Let's not get into name calling or gross profanity. Like, you know, uh, and then that's how I kind of do it. It has to be really bad for me to, to block you. Or me to too. Me too. I don't like to do that. I, I don't like to, but there is sometimes we get just, I think people just have issues and I don't want to waste my time. I got enough things to do. Yeah. You're like, this is never going to add. Well, I will share your site with everyone. I'll share all your handles. Next time you do other topics, you know, Jen Shaw, uh, we, we should probably try to get together on her surrender day. The day after. When is that? Is it in February? February 17th, I think. Okay. We should do that because I would love to talk to you about Jen Shaw and maybe a little bit about Teresa and Joe and a little bit about Mauricio. Okay, great. You know, I do want you to know I do a lot of business with the agency, so I'm not going to bash. I saw that. But I know the case. um, And I've certainly talked about what's going on in the case. There's a motion for judgment on the pleadings. There's a lot going on in that case. But again, um, it's just that... Mauricio, in this case, I mean, any realtor could get caught in the same thing. He just happens to be well-known because of his wife's on the show. But he did th- this issue that they're talking about is a common realtor lawsuit. It's not because he's famous or not famous. And so, uh, again, it, it's interesting, and I'll, I'll, I'll break it down so everybody has it. As far as uh, Jen Shaw, of course, we talked about her. I was on the Hulu as their legal analyst. By the way, I forgot to tell you this. Before I got appointed as Girardi, I worked for days and days and days as before the special counsel on the other documentary for Hulu on the on the um, on the house and the hustler. The, you know, the Erica one. Yeah. And I was the lead on that show. And because I got the special counsel, they cut me. Oh. I was I if I knew that was going to happen, I would have never taken special counsel. I spent days and days filming the housewife and the hustler. I, uh, I didn't well, know that. I did not know that. And then they had a, a replacement at the last second that did not have the same level of knowledge that I did. It was horrible. Like I would have much rather been on the show than special counsel because I put in a lot of time. I had no idea I was going to be offered special counsel. So a lot of people don't realize that I, you know, if I knew I was going to get uh, edited because I was there as a legal analyst, then I became a party, like the party's lawyer. So due to legalities, they couldn't have me on the show anymore because I was clearly legally biased at that point. Oh, wow. I, I had no idea. I got cut from that show after I filmed it. Imagine how depressing that is. Yeah, that's not good. Not, not, good. not, not when you put in the time. And I worked hard on that show. Believe me, great people. I, it just that they were, they felt bad. I mean, believe me, it was very disappointing to not get on that show. Then Erica opposed my appointment at every step because of my tweets. And, and I had to spend tens of thousands of dollars on experts at my expense to show that I'm allowed to tweet. And Erica lost in a 41 page opinion and then appealed and lost the appeal when she dismissed it. So it's like, you know, that was, I had to spend a lot of time, effort and money dealing with that issue too. I I remember that as well. Wow. Okay, good. All right. All right. We'll do all the other topics next time. We'll we'll do it around Jen Shaw's surrender date because I got a lot of questions. Okay, that's and great. And then and then a lot more will flush out on Girardi and the indictments. And hopefully and we'll, I've what I'm waiting for from the jeweler. So we might have a perfect trifecta on that day. I love this. Okay. So see, I mean, listen, I've, I've, I would have you on every other day. There's so much going on, but you know. Yeah, and, and your guest, and again, I'm not being critical of her, but why if a lawyer is donating his time, you know, his hourly rates in the four figures, and he's very nice and helpful, why would you go on a show and kind of say unsupported, speculative things about them personally and think that they'll ever do a show with you again because you had no factual basis to say it? You know, and, and, and I'm uh, 
a big enough person. I'm not even using the person's name, but you know who I'm talking about. And I'm just saying, like, that's not what you do if you want someone to give this content. And I was, you know, I'm glad when I heard you, I actually sent the video to my friend to look at this guy. He doesn't even know us. And he is even keel and he, he he's going to ask any question he wants and I'll answer any question he wants. Okay. Um, about these topics. Yeah. And like, as an interviewer, it's not my, it's really like, here you are. Like, there's no mystery. I want to hear it directly from you. You're sitting in front of me. So that's yeah, you the can thing. Tell your viewers, there was no script on the questions about these topics. You were allowed, there was no question about these topics that you couldn't answer. None. I was like, yeah. that's why. So I'm not making it up. These are truthful live responses that uh, it takes a skilled interviewer like yourself and someone that is not afraid to, or that has a, you know, an ability to respond to questions. And that's what a great interview is. It's natural, organic, et cetera. So that's why um, I was disappointed, but I'm glad that uh, we got the show and I'll never be on that other show ever, no matter what. And so that it's, you know, that's great. And we'll break that story um, together uh, around that time. It'll be excellent. I would love it. And really, this is, I mean, I really had this, the earrings make so much more sense to me because out of everything that was confusing me, that was towards the top of my list. I'm like, I don't even understand any of this. Granted, I read three sentences and then I'm like, now I have to go on to something else. So I haven't sat and functioned, but I mean, we will talk about all of that the next time you come back. I totally appreciate it. Let's plan it for like February, for sure. Great, great. There's a lot to be a busy February all of a sudden. I appreciate your time. Have a good day, and uh, I'll be in busy in trial next week, but after, we'll uh, talk after next week. All right, I'll like reach out to you. Thank you so much for your time, for real. Right, take care, bye. Take care, bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope, because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.